Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Talk about sports. I like it. Sweet. Thanks, buddy. The weekends in the ATL are busy, and there's always plenty of sports to talk about. Radio on the weekends. And that's, that's what we're, we're going to do. do. Hell yes, we are. This is the ATL Show, keeping you up to date on all the sports in Atlanta and beyond. Sports don't stop, even on the weekends. The ATL Show with Abe Gordon is on. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Now, here's Abe. Good afternoon, Atlanta. It is the APTL Show live from the Kia Studios here on a Sunday, a championship Sunday, not a Super Bowl Sunday, but we got the conference championship games, and we're going to dive into some breakdowns of those throughout the show. But we have a lot more Falcons discussion to get through. I appreciate you guys stopping by here and welcome into the ABTL show. Feel free to join us on the phone lines, 404-726-0929. Uh, not going to be taking a ton of calls here in the first hour, but I got a question for you guys in the second hour. I certainly want to hear your thoughts on that. We're going to be taking a bunch of calls after that as well. Uh, and as always online, feel free to uh, share some thoughts, opinions. If you have any questions you want me to address in regards to uh, Raheem Morris, the, Zach Robinson, the Falcons, feel free at Abe Gordon there on Twitter. So, feels like I was just here. I went home, had a couple of hours of sleep, and now I'm back. And I've got so much more to talk about. We had a whole breaking news story as soon as I left last night. And for those of you who missed it, I did an ABTL show yesterday from 2 to 4. Followed that up with pregame and postgame alongside Garrett Chapman for Atlanta United. And so, as soon as we sign off of Atlanta United... Uh, at about 8, uh, 8.15 or so, within about five or six minutes after that, we get the news of Zach Robinson being hired uh, as the Atlanta Falcons offensive coordinator. This was a guy I talked about in yesterday's show. Uh, this is a guy I have a little bit of familiarity with, um, a little bit of a relationship, not much. I, I don't think he would remember me, but that's all right. Uh, but I'll dive into that. Uh, a little bit later here at 140. Why I wanted him so bad, why I'm so excited uh, about him coming to Atlanta. And so, um, look, uh, I'd be honest, I, I've said it before, Ben Johnson was my number one choice as head coach, but I'm very pleased with Raheem Morris. Zach Robinson was my number one choice at offensive coordinator. And again, I'll tell you why and dive into that uh, a little bit later this hour. Speaking of Raheem Morris, I kind of fast-forwarded my thoughts on Raheem yesterday 
because we got the phone calls immediately and a lot of positivity and excitement about uh, Raheem Morris coming to the Atlanta Falcons. But I have some more to say about the decision to hire uh, Coach Ra, and so we'll dive into that in a little bit as well. But we've got a lot, a lot coming your way on the APTL show today. So uh, just a quick preview of, of what we're going to get into. Obviously, we're going to talk about the AFC title game and the NFC title game. Uh, certainly, the AFC game is going to be on while I'm on air. And uh, so we'll certainly keep you updated on what's going on there. We'll get to a preview of that game, though, at about 2.40, just before that game kicks off. We'll talk about the NFC title game a little bit later. We'll talk about it loosely here and there, I'm sure. But um, specific preview of the NFC title game, uh, the Lions and Niners. Uh, good. I, I got that for you at 5 o'clock. Uh, Will Carroll. Uh, you may have heard him before on some of the shows I've been producing. Uh, noted injury expert. Uh, he's going to join at three. I got a couple of interesting questions for him. One of them being, what's realistic for the Falcons' potential top quarterback target? Kirk Cousins. Guys, we're just talking like he's coming back fresh and he's ready to roll. Is that the case? And what's going on with Kyle Pitts? How much more affected was he because of the PCL? than maybe we thought. Uh, we're going to clear some of that up with Will Carroll when he joins at three. And then if we have time, I want to ask about Chris Sale as well and how much stronger he may be as compared to the second half of the Red Sox season that he put forth uh, last year. Again, a lot of Falcons coming your way. Even going to talk a little bit about Trey Young. Uh, just an all-star game snub that I am completely disgusted by. Uh, and quite frankly, we're going to call out the NBA. They, they need to adjust their rules and their decision-making. We'll get to that as well. At about 3.20, and by the way, all of these segments, because I have a whole rundown written down, they all might just get completely thrown out if I'm enjoying taking your calls. Because uh, I got a question that I'm really interested to hear a variety of answers on. Uh, and so we're going to dive into that uh, to start our second hour. But uh, we got some other stuff going on as well today. Let's get into it. L let's get into it. We're going to talk about Raheem Morris in just a moment. But... It's been an odd feeling uh, going through these NFL playoffs. I don't know if you guys have felt the same. Dom, you can feel free to chime in here. You're not as here necessarily as much during the week, so maybe it's felt different. But there's been so much focus here in Atlanta. Uh, certainly last week, the heavy focus was Bill Belichick, right? He had that interview Friday into Saturday. Yep. So the weekend really wasn't filled with, like, look at these NFL playoff games. It was just the Falcons head coaching search. We spin that forward all throughout the week. We get the Raheem Morris news. We spin that. You get the Zach Robinson news last. It just feels like these playoffs are, are coming and going. And that really hasn't been the sole focus of football here in Atlanta. It's something I'm not used to. Now, I enjoy it because there are times like last week, like later today, where I kind of forget about what's going on here in Atlanta sports, and I just enjoy playoff football. But it seems like we really haven't put as much focus into some of these games. I, the, look, guys, the games today are deciding who's playing for the Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> We're barely talking. I got a four-and-a-half-hour a four show. I'm spending 30 minutes on it. I mean, not counting right now where I'm kind of talking about how I'm not talking about it. But you know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. we're barely talking about it. It's kind of crazy. I, it's kind of crazy. I think a big part of that has been because here we've had so much to worry about, right? Like, 
the Falcons were looking for a new head coach. We I didn't think know we'd get it right. Yeah. So and we like, still don't, but, it, you know. Right. So I, I think that's a big part of it is just that there's been so many other things that are football-related that, you know, for for Falcons fans and for people in Atlanta, like, yeah, the playoffs are going on, but, like, there's stuff going on with my team right now that I actually care about. We're like 40 hours removed from Luka Doncic dropping 73. Yes. It's been mentioned like twice on the air. I'm going to mention that a little bit throughout the show today, too. Uh, Again, they did lose to the Mavericks on Friday night, 73 points. It should have been more. He was a little too passive coming out uh, at the second half. It probably could have been more. Uh, They're going to host the Toronto Raptors tonight, though. We're taking you up to pregame of the Atlanta Hawks. That's at 5 30 today. Uh, just a programming note if you're trying to find the AFC and NFC title game, it's going to be on WAOK while the Hawks are on 530. And it's going to be, uh, uh, you know, joined in progress here on 929 the game after the Hawks game does end. In addition to 73 points being dropped, and I mentioned this, we're going to get into it. Trey Young, second in the fan vote but will not be an all-star starter. We'll explain why. We'll get into my frustrations with this entire process, why it's a a sham and a scam, whatever you want to call it, but it's incredibly uh, uh, distrustful at this point. They they need to adjust the process. And then, as I mentioned, Atlanta United gets their preseason off to a nice start yesterday, a 2-1 to win over the Birmingham Legion. Uh, Goals from Yakamakis. And Nick Firmino in the first 30 minutes, really first 25 minutes. Uh, and United does give one up in the 40th or, or somewhere around there. But they do pick up a 2-1 win. They're going to be at uh, in Athens on Saturday, this coming Saturday, uh, taking on Memphis 901 as they uh, continue their preseason. So we'll see how that goes. By the way, Thiago Almada is not with the team. We're going we're gonna to keep an eye on what's going on with him. Tuesday night, the Argentinian U23 squad, They've got an Olympic qualifier against Chile, and they're going to need a win. They picked up one the other day. Amada put one home from the penalty spot, but they're going to need a win if they want to uh, be represented in Paris 2024. So we'll see how that goes. So a couple of updates, and again, we're going to get to Zach Robinson a little bit later. I want to speak more about Raheem Morris in just a moment too, but just a couple of updates on where the Falcons stand since they've hired Raheem Morris. In case you missed it uh, last night or or somehow it slipped through your fingertips throughout the day today, they did hire Zach Robinson to be their offensive coordinator. This was the guy that I wanted. I'll, I'll explain why later. But uh, he is the Ram or was the Rams passing game coordinator and quarterbacks coach. Obviously comes from the Sean McVay tree. They also announced yesterday the Falcons did that they were going to be retaining special teams coordinator Marquise Williams. So a little bit of consistency uh, along the line there. And then a couple of names have, have jumped to the forefront. I don't imagine they're the only guys, but a couple of names have jumped to the forefront as the Falcons do search for their next defensive coordinator. Eagles, uh, former Eagles DC, Sean Desai is one of those. And uh, Cowboys defensive line coach Aiden Durd is another. He was here previously. He served alongside Raheem Morris under the Dan Quinn regime. So there is some familiarity uh, along those lines as well. well. We'll see, you know, some interesting questions about the defensive coordinator role here because 
you kind of look at certain, and and Zach Robinson is one of them, obviously. But you look at offensive head coaches, and you wonder who's calling plays, whose offense is being run, that sort of thing. It's a little bit of the flip side here. Like, is a defensive coordinator going to come in here and and call plays? Is Raheem going to hand that off? Like, are, are we looking at Raheem Morris more in the CEO leading this team, or is he going to be extremely hands-on as a defensive play caller? We're, we're, we're still finding out, and we're still waiting to see. And how does that impact certain uh, – level of coach and, and their interest in becoming a defensive coordinator. I thought that was one of the more attractive reasons to be an offensive coordinator here in Atlanta is that it's your offense. You're going to be calling plays. You're going to institute the formations. And to an extent, alongside the brain trust of Raheem Morris and Terry Fonda, and this is why I thought Zach Robinson was important, you're going to be picking the quarterback. We're going to dive into that uh, in, in a variety of different ways, not just today. Look, there's a long time. I said this yesterday. There's a long time between now and figuring out the quarterback. I have a number of discussions already written up that I want to have. Uh, I might have one of them uh, tomorrow, actually. Tomorrow night, I am hosting 92.9 The Game tonight starting at 7 o'clock, 7 to 10. So I got three more hours, and we got a lot more Falcon stuff to get to. Uh, it's just – it's a nonstop cavalcade of news. And again – this is all in line with the fact that we're going to find out who's playing in the Super Bowl by the end of the evening. And, and I'm really excited. These are two really good games. I would believe you either way. You, you tell me the home team wins both. Tell me the road team wins both. Like, there's no scenario, uh, situation, scenario where I'm like, ah, I don't think that could happen. I mean, maybe if we're talking score lines, like, yeah, I don't think a certain team's going to lose by 40. But in terms of uh, realistic, you could have told me any team that goes out and could win by 10, I would not be surprised. Low-scoring games, high-scoring games, road team, home team, anything is up for grabs today. That's what makes these two games so interesting. That's also what makes this week so interesting in terms of the playoffs. A lot of people talk about the Super Bowl and, and, and just kind of the celebration and, and the show that it is. But th this is where the real football is. Uh, the home crowds, one-sided. Weather can be a factor. Normally isn't in the Super Bowl. Th this is what it's all about. And so we've got four teams remaining, and it'll be very interesting to see how the rest of the day plays out. Again, we're going to preview those games as we go through our show. We'll get to the AFC game, the Chiefs at Ravens, before that game kicks off. We'll get to the NFC game, the Lions at Niners, before that game is ready to roll as well. But we've got a lot of time between now and then, and we are going to spend it talking about the Atlanta Falcons. So yesterday I had a question on the Abe TL show, and, and we had a lot of great response both on the phones and on Twitter. And so we're going to move on from that question today. But just in case you missed it, the question was, why are you excited about Raheem Morris? I, I, I no longer want to hear whether you think He's the right hire, the wrong hire. We're all moving forward together. So I kind of just fast-forwarded all my thoughts on the hiring of Raheem Morris because before I even started the segment, the phone lines blew up. So I do want to run back through why I'm excited about Raheem Morris. Uh, and then after that, I also want to run about why I'm excited about the offensive coordinator hire, Zach Robinson. So we're going to spend a couple of segments doing that. And then I have a very – Another. See, this is the thing that sometimes I do that not all the other 
uh, hosts do. I- I'm very specific with my line of questioning. I, I want a direct uh, response because I'm genuinely curious. And-, and it's not normally like, do you think this or th-? It's not normally yes or no. It's normally some sort of open-ended discussion. Like, yesterday was great. Like, I asked, why are you excited? We had a variety of different answers. I have a similar question today, not about excitement. Um, actually, it's a little bit tougher of a question, but it's an open-ended question, and I'm looking to hearing what y'all's stance is. I'll give you mine, but I want to hear yours as well. That's going to be coming up in a little bit, starting about 2 o'clock. We're going to get into those phone calls. But I do want to get into Raheem Morris and Zach Robinson, why I like the head coach hire and the offensive coordinator hire. That is what's coming up in about five minutes right here on the Abe TL Show. I am your host, Abe Gordon, coming to you live from the Kia Studios on Sports Radio 929, the game and the Odyssey app. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. It's the ATL Show. Yeah. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Welcome back in 92.9 The Game. It is the ATL Show here. Abe Gordon and Dom Chorosky taking you through till 5.30, barely. One of us is ready for this segment. The other one out here running personal errands. <laughs> Not personal errands. I was back in time. Your Uber Eats get here? Is that what happened? <laughs> Something like that. Fair enough. All right, so let's get right into it, guys. And I was, I was drafting a tweet to try and put into words the question I want to ask you guys coming up in a little bit. I may end up asking you this question earlier. We'll see how long this Raheem Morris and uh, Zach Robinson stuff gets going. By the way, uh, just aside before I get to Raheem Morris, um, there's definitely like a Saved by the Bell thing coming, right, with with Zach Robinson and Raheem Morris. Is there a, is there a T-shirt to be had with, with combining the two just into Zach Morris? Is that... Something's got to be going on. We're running the Save by the Bell offense or something. I don't know. I'm not mad at it. Some, something's got to be done. I, I'm not I'm not creative enough. Look, I was creative the other night with, like, dog pun football names. Like, that's my level of creativity. Someone's got to explain to me. I know there's something to be made super uh, Save by the Bell style with, with Zach Robinson and Raheem Morris, the, the Zach Morris combo. But I, I, I'm just – I don't have it. I don't have it. So – 
We'll let you guys figure that one out for me. All right, so let's dive into it and why I was so excited about Raheem Morris and why I think a lot of the fan base is relatively excited as well. And look, I think it's perfectly fair to have your opinion. If he wasn't your top choice, that's totally fine. He wasn't my top choice, but he was in the group that I would be pretty pleased about. In fact, there was only one name of the group that I wouldn't be pleased about. You can have your guesses. But but, but the thing is, before we hired him, Raheem Morris, there were all these things people wanted. They wanted certain boxes checked for their head coach. What was the biggest one? The biggest one that we heard. Enough of these unproven guys. Give me someone with experience. Okay, we did that. We need a young, energetic mind. Someone who is adapting and adjusting to today's game. Okay, he's doing that. We need someone that's going to put together a strong staff. We need someone with ties around the league that you know is going to pull together something special. All right, Raheem's got that. I'm just saying, whether he's your guy or not, you got to admit, going into this process, there were certain things a lot of people were looking for, and Raheem has a lot of those. Now, if you want to argue that he failed in his first time as head coach, including his stretch here in Atlanta as an interim head coach, a couple of years ago, if his record being under 500 in his career as a head coach concerns you, and it's perfectly fine if it does, and I'm not comparing him to Bill Belichick, but I just want to remind you, before Bill Belichick took over the Patriots gig, he was a head coach previously. He failed. He was under 500. Situations changed. That's the point. We know we have to get the quarterback right here. We're going to get into that in a little bit. Raheem Morris did not walk into a situation in Tampa Bay with a good quarterback plan. In year one for Raheem Morris, Byron Lefwich and Josh Johnson, the same Josh Johnson that's still floating around as every team's fifth quarterback. I don't know how he didn't get on Cleveland this year. <laughs> that Josh Johnson was a young quarterback at the time. In Raheem Morris' second year with Tampa Bay. I think that was the year they won 10 games, by the way. They had Josh Johnson was on the team, but Josh Freeman was the quarter. You guys remember Josh Freeman? Yep. And, and so, look, there, there's no denying the quarterback is going to play its role. But let's not bury a guy just because he was under 500 in his career. It's a different situation. It's a situation you better have a better grasp of. But Bill Belichick was under 500 too. When he was with the Cleveland Browns, he was eight games below 500 in his career. The other aspect that makes me pretty excited about the Raheem Morris hire, and this is less necessarily specific about him, but more about the situation the Falcons find themselves in. And all of you can say what you want in regards to Rich McKay, this is not necessarily a Rich McKay situation. 
I am excited and happy that we are now in a situation where Terry Fontenot gets to do the job he was hired to do. I am excited about Terry Fontenot making personnel decisions. I thought he's done a great job, especially in free agency, which admittedly was his specialty. So I am excited that Terry Fontenot is going to be allowed to do his job. It's a big positive to me of this whole situation. I, I know that there was some interest in other coaches who maybe wanted more personnel control. I'm glad that Terry Fontenot's here. I'm glad that Terry Fontenot gets to do his job. I look forward to seeing what Raheem Morris and uh, and Terry Fontenot and, and now, by default, Zach Robinson get to do together. And that slides us into why I'm excited about the offensive coordinator hire that they made. Zach Robinson, I told you, was the guy that I wanted. Here's why. So this guy for the past couple years uh, has been a pass game coordinator, quarterback coach for the Rams. He's it's shifted titles. That's where he was last season was the Rams pass game coordinator, quarterback coach. Um, Albert Breer reported last night he's been given a three-year contract. Now, that is uh, three years for offensive coordinator Zach Robinson. It was reported as a five-year deal for head coach Raheem Morris. So keep your numbers straight. Let's make sure we're all clear on who we're talking about. I don't want to be misquoted. Abe said it was three. No, it's not three for Raheem. It's five for Raheem, three for Zach Robinson. And by the way, by the way, if Zach Robinson comes in here and does what I think he can do, he ain't going to be here all three years. Because Zach Robinson's the next Ben Johnson, the next Bobby Sloak. Let uh, that be known. Dave Canales was the offensive coordinator for one year. One year. year. <laughs> with Baker. Zach, with Baker Mayfield. Now he's the head coach. And so if this thing runs the way I th- hope it does, you ain't even going to have to pay out the whole contract. But this is the point for me. And, and, and by the way, let it also be known, this is not just like Raheem Morris's bros with Zach Robinson. Like, is that the reason it helped bring him here? Yes. But Zach Robinson is not sitting there on his couch. Just a suit. No, he'd been getting phone calls from everybody. My Steelers All right? wanted him. <laughs> Steelers wanted him. The Raiders wanted him. The Bucks wanted him. The Saints wanted him. The Patriots showed interest, and before they hired some other schlub who's going to fail, the Bears wanted him too. I'm assuming the well, uh, Sean Waldron. That's who the Shane, Bears. Shane, Shane Waldron. Yeah. Who cares? You're gonna be out of the league in a couple of years. Nah, Shane wasn't bad in he, Seattle. Well, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. Uh, we'll <laughs> see what the Bears do. Hopefully, trade <laughs> trade us either their pick or their quarterback. I don't know. One, we'll figure two. that out. One, we got to do one of the two, right? A couple days from now, I'll tell you why they don't have to do one of the two. That might be a problem. Mm. Uh, okay, so here's the thing. Uh, he's been under Sean McVay since 2019. Just for all of you, look. That's the thing, right? Like Shanahan tree or McVay tree has been where it's at. I was gonna say, have you seen McVay's tree? Like it's ridiculous. Him and Shanny, like their trees are wild right how, now. Just, like in like, the past, yeah. Just how quickly McVay's tree has got has yeah. grown though. Because it's insane. just like one year OC and then yeah, boom, and then coach. someone else. One year but, OC, like, boom, heck, it's yeah. rinse and repeat. There's no doubt about it. So th- that's where he's coming from. Here's the situation in regards to me, and specifically why I'm excited about Zach Robinson. Before Zach Robinson got into coaching, I used to use him as a guest analyst, okay? The specialty of Zach Robinson, when I would bring him onto my shows, 
was breaking down quarterbacks entering the draft. What they needed to improve upon, what their strengths were, what their weaknesses were, how they would fit, what sort of offense they'd be comfortable running, all of that. Anything that would entail quarterbacks in the draft, he was on top of. After the draft, what did I use him for? Because I use this dude all the time. He was great. What did I use him for? All right, let's look at the quarterbacks in the NFL right now. Why are some struggling, and why are they succeeding beyond what you expected? Brock Purdy would have been a great example, right? Like, if I had had Zach Robinson before last year's draft, or two years ago, whatever it was, we probably aren't talking about Brock Purdy as a prospect. But you go to week 10 or 11, and I say, Zach, what what is going on with Brock Purdy? And he'd tell me what he sees. That is significant to me because, in my opinion, he's going to be a massive, massive part of the brain trust that is uh, tasked with selecting the quarterback. I think that's important. Now, that may be a quarterback coming out of the draft. Maybe up to Zach Robinson to decide if what he's seen from Justin Fields is viable long-term. And it might be as simple as like, I mean, it's Kirk Cousins, man. Like, you you don't have much, you don't have a lot of background to do here. By the way, I also think there's a tie-in in regards to Kirk Cousins that that is pretty interesting. So, you spoke about the Sean McVay coaching tree, of which Zach Robinson comes from. And again, the other aspect of, of the offense here, it's going to be his offense. It's going to be possibly his quarterback, but his offense. His schemes, his formations, his route trees, all that stuff. You know who else came from Sean McVay's coaching tree? It's Kevin O'Connell. It's the guy who's working with Kirk Cousins right now. So, if you're looking for something else to grab onto, there's going to be familiarity with Kirk Cousins. It's not going to be some wild, crazy learning learning curve. He's probably going to come in, and look, maybe you'll have to change some terminology, but he's going to be familiar with, with, with the formations and familiar with a lot of different things that you're going to be trying to do on offense. So that could be a little boost if if you are looking for, for Kirk Cousins. It might, might help draw him in the fact that you're going to run an offense that's pretty familiar to him already. So that, that that's what's got me amped up about Zach Robinson. Now, again, still a challenge. It doesn't mean you're going to get it right. We're all hopeful, right? That's the point. But we'll see how that plays out. So – Now it's time to get into the question that I really want to ask a little bit earlier, and I'll set it up next segment. But the the base of the question, if you want to give us a call and start filling up the phone lines, 404-726-0929. And I'll, I'll get more specific as I break through it next segment. Look, we all understand that the biggest challenge facing Raheem Morris and Terry Fontenot is finding the right quarterback, okay? We understand that. Let's take that out of the equation. It's the easy answer. Some, just do some critical thinking here on a Sunday. What is the other big challenge for the brain trust here of the Falcons? What are some of the other ones that they've got to get right if this team's going to take the next step? We know it's quarterback, but what else? Let, let me get some lines going, 404-726-0929, or you can send me your answer uh, at Abe Gordon there on Twitter. We're going to dive into that coming up next. I have some reasons, but I want to hear yours as well. That's what's coming up right in about four minutes on the ABTL Show, 92.9 The Game and the Odyssey app.
back to Abe Gordon with the Abe TL Show. Believe it on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Welcome back in 92.9 The Game. It is the Abe TL Show live from the Key Studios. And I knew this was going to happen. I had a slip of the tongue, and now I'm getting called out for it. I mean, one it's like one guy, and so whatever. It, it's going to happen. I probably won't be the last one to say it. I called him Raheem Morrison, okay? I combined Zach Robinson and Raheem Morris. It's say, not that big of a deal. We were, we, were talk- down. we were literally talking about mixing the Zach Robinson, Raheem Morris, Zach. Yeah, Zach. and I slipped the uh, tongue. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a real it last a name. It's not like I made up a word. <laughs> right. I'm, I promise you it's not going to be the last time we do it. Probably won't be the last time today, <laughs> today, by the way. Raheem Morris, Zach Robinson. Raheem Morris, I'm going to just drill it into my head. Maybe I'll record myself saying it and then play it while I sleep. Just, that way, it's it's in here. Your I'll say it. Right, I'll say it right now. Quiet here, Dom. So I can because I'm going to pull this and then mm-hmm. the head coach is Morris. The offensive coordinator is Robinson. Okay, can you just pull that and yeah, send it, it to me? It I'll put it on a loop and Don't then worry. we'll just we'll just drill it like a little little bit subconscious because <laughs> right. I'm going to screw <laughs> up that name. I know I will. So uh, look here. Uh, I apologize for that. It, not that big of a deal. I think you knew who I'm talking about. Uh, anyway, so I think we all agree, and we're going to have this discussion time and time again because there's so many different facets to it. I have an interesting topic on it in regards to the quarterback tomorrow. I've got some other ones in line over the next couple of weeks. We're not in a rush to burn through every quarterback discussion that I have, but I have a bunch of them, some of which you might hear on my show and some of which – uh, I will be handing off to Andy and Randy to get their takes on it. But what's interesting to me is that we all agree. I mean, it is unanimous. There's not a single person, certainly not at this station. I don't know a single person literally in the entire city of Atlanta who aren't going to sit here and tell you that the biggest challenge for Raheem Morris and Terry Fontenot is getting the quarterback right. We all understand that. It is a, it, 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 trust me, you can't get fans to be unanimous on anything. There's always someone who's playing devil advocate. Some, half the time it's me. But we do agree on that. And so we move past that so I can ask you this. And I want to get your thoughts on it. 404-726-0929 if you want to join on the phones. Or certainly you can join me on Twitter as well, at Abe Gordon. What are you viewing as their next biggest challenge? What besides finding the quarterback is next on the priority list? That's what I want to know. When we're talking about Raheem Morris and Terry Fontenot as as a brain trust, and you could throw Zach Robinson in there as well, and whoever they hire as the defensive coordinator, and, and, and all of it. We know quarterback is the top priority. What's the next biggest challenge for the Atlanta Falcons? 404 726 I got a couple of options, but I am interested – to hear a, a, a number of different responses from our callers or our listeners. Uh, again, 404-726-0929. Certainly, I think one that jumps out, because you haven't gotten it done previously, it's still a priority, and it still apparently is a challenge for this franchise. Let's get a legitimate pass rush. The pass rush was better this season. There's no doubt about it. I don't know if that's because of Ryan Nielsen. 
because of some of the players you added, like Calais Campbell, David Onyemata. But we still don't have that top-tier grade-A pass rusher. Is that the biggest challenge, facing Raheem Morris and Terry Fontenot? I think as a group, they have to decide on the future of A.J. Terrell and Kyle Pitts. Are they both here? Contract extensions? Is one of them here and one plays out the rest of their rookie deal? I think there are some questions there. I think at some point during the tenure of Raheem Morris, you're going to have to replace Jake Matthews. And you better start thinking early how to do that. Is it going to be through a draft and a guy you develop? Maybe you take a guard, eventually move him out to tackle? Do you view Bergeron as that guy? I don't know. I don't know. But it is something to consider down the road. For Raheem Morris and Zach Robinson, how do you maximize the offensive playmakers you have, both in the run game and the pass game? And again, we know the quarterback's the top priority, the biggest challenge. But there are other challenges that Raheem Morris is going to face as head coach. What do you view them uh, as being? Let's go start out on the phone. So we do have a couple lines open. 404-726-0929. Martin is in Sandy Springs. Martin, we know the quarterback is top-tier priority A, but what's their next biggest challenge? I think you nailed it with Ed's rusher. And I think this is what makes the hire of Raheem so Remember, and I'm not, a, I'm not a Falcons fan. I'm a Rams fan. But the thing is, when they were drafting those guys last time, the last draft that they had, Raheem was sitting in the war room, and he was he was integral. And, okay, yeah, we need to get this guy. We need to get this guy. And in pro football focus, there were four, there were two teams that had four players in the all-rookie team. The Rams and Alliance. The Rams had two guys on defense and two guys on offense. And those two guys on defense, those two guys were nobody. They were late-round picks. And Raheem coached those young guys up. And that those defensive guys absolutely showed out in the second half of the season. You're going to get an edge rusher. And I guarantee you, if you talk to guys like you, hear guys like Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey, they swear that they were better players. And these are future Hall of Famers. These guys swear by Raheem Morris and his coaching style. You guys got a great coach. I'm sorry we're losing them, but you guys got a great coach. Well, thank you, Martin. I appreciate the call. And and look, that that that's an obvious one of the obvious answers is going to be that pass rush. In fact, I, I did put this question out on Twitter. Uh, and here are the responses to that question. I'll run through them before we continue on the phones. 404-726-0929. Again, if you're just joining the question, we know that quarterback is the top priority for Raheem Morris, but what are some of the other big challenges he faces taking this job as head coach? Uh, RJ on Twitter says, finding an edge rusher in free agency. We're going to break that down in just a moment. Uh, Divided we fall on Twitter. Pass rush was much improved, but we still need that guy Coming off the edge. Uh, Dan Graham has says offensive line to protect said quarterback. 
Uh, there's some discussion to be had there. This is a good offensive line. Can it be a great one? I don't know as presently consistent. Certainly there's an upgrade at center to be had. We'll dive into that. Uh, K. Tut says getting sacks. Billy Ellis says pass rushers. You guys noticing a theme here? I've got an idea about what has to happen in regards to that. We're, we're going to continue this discussion as well. If we get the calls, I'll keep with the calls. But we'll break down what it might take to get a, a not just a team rush. that we need, we need a dude. We need a dude that we can chalk up every year's 12-plus. I'm not going crazy. I'm not asking for 18. But we need a 12-plus guy. Well, we're going to talk about that in just a moment. But I do want to continue on the phone lines. Again, 404 726 0929. The question we are asking, and we just got a couple of more comments there. We'll get to those in a minute. In a minute, uh, we all know the biggest challenge facing the guys is finding the right quarterback. What do you view as the next biggest challenge for the Falcons? What What is that? Let's go to Hank out in Eatonton. What's going on, Hank? Oh, nothing much. I think you got to look, and this team hasn't had a good center since we let Alex Mack go, and we've had a history of not having a good center. And it's bitten us in the butt a lot. Um, I think if they get a good center, and like you were saying earlier, get a tackle, that might firm up the whole line because it's not as good as everybody thinks it is. It's a, an above-average line when it comes to the run block under Arthur Smith. I think it's a below-average line as it pertains to pass protect. And obviously not having a quarterback that can rise above that Kind of highlighted that, right? Like, like if you had a different quarterback, maybe the pass protection doesn't become so glaring because it's not forcing turnovers. Maybe a guy can get outside, extend play. There's a whole look. There's a whole cavalcade of stuff that comes from issues at quarterback. The offensive line's issues, pass blocking, gets highlighted because of that. I think we understand that, but yeah, I, I mean, look. You're going to have to upgrade at center. Uh, there, there's no doubt about it. At some point in the next couple of years, you are going to have to figure out how you're replacing Jake Matthews. There's no doubt about that. So uh, there are a lot of challenges facing Raheem Morris as he takes over this job. Obviously, quarterback is one. We all understand that. No one is arguing. In fact, if anyone calls up Dom and says quarterback's not the biggest challenge, this is, put them to the top of the list. Okay. Because I, I refuse to believe anyone, anyone would suggest that. Continuing on the phones before we get back to social media. And, again, if you don't have time to give us a call and you want to answer this question, just send me a tweet, at Abe Gordon. You can do it there. So we'll have some fun on Twitter. We're going to continue, by the way, on this topic for a little while. I, I've got a li running list of things I want to expound upon based on your calls. So, look, one, I've had a lot of tweets already. We've got some calls that said, find the pass rusher that you could trust. I'm going to tell you how that has to happen throughout the show. We've also talked now just briefly about the center position. I would not be surprised if you see a second-round pick this year uh, on an upgrade at center. We'll, we'll find out if that is the plan as we move closer to the draft. Let's continue on the phones, 404 726 0929. Dwayne is in Jonesboro. Dwayne, we know the quarterback, but what's the next biggest challenge for Raheem Morris and the Atlanta Falcons? Uh, yes, sir. I think you kind of uh, alluded to some of it, but the biggest thing to me after quarterback is to keep this core of players, and that includes uh, the players that, that you've got 
already on the roster, under contract, and those that are will be free agents, as well as these one-year players that you brought in. Because I think the team was was immensely better on defense um, in, in in many aspects. But keeping them together, some players, you, you, uh, Calais Campbell, he was talking about whether or not he would stay or not, and and these guys are key. Obviously, we're gonna have. Um, uh, um, what is his name coming back off of injury and everything, but but that's my biggest take, man. If you can keep this core players, because otherwise that means you're bringing in a whole lot of new different players, and 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 we might be at a somewhat of a rebuild on defense and starting over again, and you don't want to be in that place. So I'm sure that didn't get Raheem Morris uh, this this uh, 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 head coaching job. He had to sell them on being able to keep this core of players together and bringing in other players that's going to help make this team put it over the top. And that's my take on it. Thank you for taking my call. Yeah, I appreciate the call. And look, he said something that I mentioned as well. And this may fall more on Terry Fontenot specifically than Raheem Morris. But you've got to figure out the extension in regards to A.J. Terrell. I don't imagine you want to be trying to replace cornerback one on this team right now. I think the defense is good and getting better. You bring in a guy like Raheem Morris is only going to uh, improve upon that. But you cannot afford to let Raheem Morris walk, excuse me, A.J. Terrell walk in free agency. So that might be more of a challenge for Terry Fontenot. I think Raheem Morris certainly would say, go get it done. Do what you have to do to keep A.J. Terrell in line. So, uh, yeah, that's certainly one of them. And obviously he was referring to a lot more players than just A.J. Terrell. But to me, that's the biggest one. Find a way to get A.J. Terrell here for a couple of more years. Try not to get killed in the salary cap while doing it. That's a big challenge for Terry Fontenot. And now that he's been empowered to be a true GM, uh, that is probably maybe priority number one for him beyond the quarterback in terms of Terry Fontenot specific. All right. We're going to continue on this. I got a couple of more tweets or posts. If you want to, if you made the official move to calling it X, they're now called posts. So I have some more posts to go through, uh, but I still call them tweets. And we got a bunch of people still hanging out on the phones. Uh, John, Scott, Tom, and Chris. And I don't know if Tom's playing a game just to get to the top of the line, but he says quarterback's not the biggest challenge. We're going to hear him out. We'll see what he says coming up next. It is the ATL Show live from the Kia Studios. Quarterback is the biggest priority. We get that. What's the next biggest challenge facing Raheem Morris? Your calls on that and tweets and posts and more. On the APTL Show, live from the Key Studios, Sports Radio 929, the game and the Odyssey app. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out of market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices, anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi view mode and catch up with in game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.